0: Wow, what a way to start the, <laughs>
1: what a way to start that.
0: Like, I should just turn your mic off for the rest of I the was, show.
1: I was doing a mic check, <laughs> as simple as that. A nice mic test, you know, see if it was working, seeing if I could hear myself, and you just happened to start the recording immediately as I did the test. Wow,
0: yeah, a likely story.
1: Like, so, obvi- don't you normally start off with the music anyway? <laughs> uh, yes. Like, like, come on, why why <laughs> you put me on the hot mic
0: already? Like, come on, it's like, it's too early for this, come on. Alright, so uh, I know there's a couple things that we're going to be talking about, especially with uh, Dream Casper and his contract being terminated.
1: But until then, let's enjoy some music, boys. Oh, yeah, we just have to have that tiny, like, what, 30 second personal intro? It's
0: always a good personal intro. Welcome to the (laughs) Concorder.
2: to me, you could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me, do oh, fuck you and all your expectations, I don't even want your congratulations, I recognize your false confidence and calculated promises, all in your conversation, I hate people that feel entitled, look at me crazy cause I ain't invite you, oh you important, you the moral to the story, you endorsing, I, them. I don't even like you, corrupt a man's heart with a gift. That's how you find out who you're dealing with. A smart percentage, you am building with. I want the credit if I'm losing or no, I'm winning. On oh, my mama, that's the relegation. let talk about love.
0: All right, guys, so I don't know how to say this. For anybody who knows what I do, what I talk about, I love the Overwatch scene and everything, and it pains me he to say He doesn't know how to say
1: it, but I'll say it for him. The DPS for Boston Uprising, D- Dream Casper, just had his contract revoked after a couple more people came out and said that, hey, we're underage girls, and hey, he's been like DMing us and all that, and basically it's like he's getting like, Barred from everything. He has got that
0: R. Kelly rep
1: now. Like, honestly. He's got that R. Kelly rep or. Uh,
0: it's, or Chris the Chris Brown rep. Not like he didn't do any physical, physically wrong to him. It's just like. It's when you slide in. He's got that tiger He's got that tiger rep. Where you slide into the DMs for no damn reason.
1: Of, of very young people. Yes. Although Tiger can get away with it. Because the ones he's sliding into the DMs to are Jenners and Kardashians. So people yeah. are fine with it. Exactly.
0: So that's the problem. He slid into the DMs with too many young girls, and now he's paying the price. Was currently sitting as the fourth best DPS player in the league, and the team was really starting to pull together. If anybody who's been watching what was going on, they really were looking like one of the top top half teams this season. Like they were everybody. See when so um
1: when Overwatch League was uh, even like even before it started beginning like. Before it's beginning, during the um, the initial build up as the rosters were being announced, me we uh, the two of us talked uh, quite a lot about it, and he and I was always like, you know, the Boston roster's got some legs, and he's like, eh, they're done, they're not that good. They're not gonna beat they're not gonna beat Shanghai. <laughs> I remember that exact phrase. There's you said, there's no way they're gonna beat Shanghai. I don't think anyone's gonna beat Shanghai. You said the only ones that might be able to was, um. you said the Shock would once Sinatra came of age. Yeah,
0: I was thinking Shock. I was thinking the top teams were going to be Shock, Dallas. I wasn't too sure about New York. London Spitfire. And then I was looking at uh, either Houston or the Gladiators. And I, the, those are the teams that I was really looking at.
1: You you I remember you saying Shanghai was going to be up there. Yeah, I, I did. Many, many how wrong, times.
0: How wrong we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not. Yeah. <clears throat> but um. But nonetheless. So Dream Casper essentially ruined his entire career with this situation. We don't know if it is all going to be true. But at this point, he has been if yeah, Even if even it isn't
1: true, isn't. it's done. Because now what's going to happen? Like, this is unfortunately a major side effect of any time anyone sort of becomes big. And as esports gets bigger. Naturally, these sorts of things are going to get bigger, and they're going to become much higher profile names. Yep. If, so, whenever someone looks up looks up Dream Casper, they're not going to be seeing his Overwatch plays. They're not going to be seeing his uh, his Twitter. They're not going to be seeing his streams. Does he stream?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody in the Overwatch League streams. Okay,
1: about- so it won't come up with his Twitter or his stream or his like esports Wikia page or anything like that. It's going to come up with the fact that he that he's that um. Of the it's these accusations that's gonna come up, like when people think R. Kelly, they're not gonna think of his music. I honestly, all I know is that he's an a R and B artist.
0: Yeah, no. So with R. Kelly, it's to this. It's it's the uh, incident with him peeing on the girl and the trapped in the closet. Those are the things that he is known for by the major populace. Uh, music, music, musically wise, he's known for a lot more. He's done a lot of good music, but like that's that's a whole different story. But for that's the, the time. thing.
1: I'm I'm someone who who's not as well-versed in that. And so instantly when I hear Raquel, I'm like, oh, that's the guy that peed on Little Girls. Yep. And bam. Uh, Chris Brown is a little different, but the big thing everyone knows Chris Brown for is the fact that he beat up Rihanna.
0: Yeah, yeah. He had a couple, he, he threw a couple one-twos to the wrong face. Like, um, he's an idiot.
1: Uh, even a couple of NFL players, like uh, that guy that beat up his wife in the elevator. Ray Rice. Yeah, Ray Rice. Bam. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Michael Vick? You don't think of his time as a fantastic Eagle quarterback? You think of the dog fighting ring he has?
0: Yeah, the dog fighting ring he had before he was an Eagle was when he was with the Falcons, and it was like, holy cow, yeah. nobody would have expected that. And honestly, I'm glad he turned a new leaf because like he went to prison for it and he served his time, and the things that I remember hearing him doing about it afterwards, like even around but even still yeah you still hear only hear about that and yeah that's what people call them. and talk like there's some people
1: was. that there's some people that can get away with it like um let's see here who 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 were some uh, big names um uh roman polanski uh he has a huge huge track record of of um pedophilia child molestation all that but no one really thinks of that. They think of his uh, – because two reasons. One, because he's made some really, really high-quality films. And the other, because of the fact that kind of his wife and family was murdered by the Manson family. So people sort of feel bad for him. Oh, God. Um, Another one that sort of like – it's known what they did, but it glosses over because of who they are. Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. He, uh, he. I think he like either admitted or a couple women said that, that he raped them, and people are don't people know about that, but they still think of him as Steelers quarterback. Yep. But that's, it, but those are because of their extreme quality. Like the Steelers would not be who they are without Mike Tomlin's Iron Curtain, without Big Ben, Antonio Brown, or Bell,
0: or Jerome Bettis. Yes, the bees. The, yeah, the, yeah uh, they're all bees. Like. like They're known for being all bees.
1: The Steelers are like their big thing is like their defense is known as the steel curtain. You can't get past it. They're gonna beat you up and they're gonna beat you down and you're gonna cry about it. But regardless, getting off topic. Um, these things in this day and age with social media, with the internet, everything. No matter what you do, what you say, how long ago it was, it's on. If it was on the internet, then it's on the internet now, somewhere, somehow. Like that's why um that's like, why, like, all these celebrity, like, new leaks are getting so high profile is because of the fact that they're it doesn't matter how many lawsuits you file, they're still going to be there. You can still find every single one of those leaks, even the more illegal ones. Like, um, you could probably find the Michaela Maroney ones, even though she was underage at the time. So it would be illegal. But this, with esports especially, we've seen how esports has been treated, how video games have been treated, just when we're... Doing nothing wrong. Like, yeah. we're still, it's still heavily questioned. Like, is this an actual thing? Or are these just kids messing around? Find out now, at al- find out next at 11. Like, yeah. Those sorts of things. It's, um, it's,
0: it's kind of ridiculous at this point. So,
1: we're held to, so, these words are being held to such a high, it's, it's weird. They're being held to such a high standard that they're expected to be perfect in all levels while at the same time being bashed for not being perfect. And also being harped on immediately when anything negative has happened. You like remember PewDiePie, remember all the r- the racism allegations, remember all of that. Those are immediately harped on. So you're talking about a mainstream Overwatch player. Like oh like big name in the Overwatch League. Like not as big as say Sinatra or um oh god, what's the guy in the Excel score that everyone's always talking about?
0: Oh, New York uh, Pine.
1: Yeah. It's not as big as, say, Sinatra or Pine or... Or
0: Sabioli. Like, yeah. Or J. Jonak Jay J. Jonak is, like... So, New York is filled with a bunch of people who are just, like, just big names. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, so... <laughs> yeah, like, it,
1: it's... It's, um... But, like, it's... These big names are being held to higher than high standards. Like, and now that with Dream Casper. It's a big name, not the hugest name, but still a big name. Yeah, he honestly,
0: as the seas, as the uh, stages have gone, he's made a name for you. We've watched him get better at this game. Yeah,
1: he's made a name for himself. Snow, Snow
0: is made. Gamsu has emerged as the star player for Boston, to be completely yeah. honest. Yes, like Stryker and Dream Casper are the are good DPS, but Gamsu, like he made it a point that he is yeah. the core of the team. And
1: we did talk we talked about this like off off Mike a couple of days ago. Um like every team, no matter if you're a Overwatch League team, a League of Legends team, a football team, a baseball team, you don't want to have a team that's entirely stars. Then you're going to run into a bit of trouble.
0: AKA like we said before, the Dallas Fuel.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Look at – but, like, look at – um, what's a big example to bring up? The Angels.
0: You have the Angels or you have the um, – what was it? The uh, last year of Andy Reid's tenure at the Philadelphia Eagles where you had Vince Young, who I still hate him for saying this to this day, saying that team was the dream team. It, I hate yeah. him for that. <laughs> Hated him for that.
1: I mean – He's not exactly wrong, but... It was...
0: Uh, <laughs> it, it could have been if he said nothing. Yeah. But we'll never know.
1: Yeah. But nonetheless, um, like, look at the Angels. Uh, you can't name most of the Anaheim Angels players' names. Most people can't unless you, no. like, live in Anaheim or in that area or if you're a big Angels fan. But I guarantee you every single person that has even heard of baseball has heard about the miracle child that is Sh- uh, Shohei Ohtani. He, in the past five games, there have been five games that the Angels have played. In three of the five games, he's hit a home run. The other two, he didn't hit a home run because he was pitching and won those pitching, including a perfect game up, to, up through the seventh inning on the most recent one. The guy's a monster. But the rest of the Angels, they do their part. With the Yankees, you've got Giancarlo Stanton and you've got Aaron Judge and the rest of the team does their part. With the with the Red Sox for years and years. You had like you had David Ortiz and the rest of the team does their part. their part.
0: That is there are two ways to build teams. You either build a team with an absolute center, a team built around this one person. Yeah. And they play to support this person. Think
1: of Faker. Faker yeah. the team is built around him.
0: Yep. And then you have other teams where they aren't there. Is no real star, but they all play together. So their teamwork is so exemplary. Yeah, there's it's there, absurd.
1: There's there. When it comes to esports specifically, there are five types of teams. There's teams like the uh, teams of this is our star. We'll build the team around him to help support our star. Those are usually fairly successful. Yeah. There's a team of um their top their top of their their top of their role, and they just sort of come together and say, "Let's see what we can do." Yeah. That's number two. Number three is um, a group of like people who know each other and are friends with each other and have played in different spots around the scene. And they're like, you know what? I don't like the people I'm playing with. I'm going to play with these guys, These buddy, my buddies, my pals. They play together and... That they may not be the best at first, but they stick together. That's number three. It's the ones who stick together the year ones that after have year. The
0: best tr- the, they, those are the type of players that I'm the most terrified of because they can communicate without communicating. Yeah, like they, like, they know, like they can tell when their friend is about to do something, and they can just back them up, like, and it works out perfectly. For
1: me, the iconic one for that comes from Smite. Um, these two players, Jeff Henley and Barracuda, have been playing together since the game came out. Essentially, yeah, and those two. Like when you see them like playing together like on streams, they're like they're they're just joking around, but they all always know where the other is. They're always right on top of it because they're so, they're friends in real life because of this, and they know what they're doing. Yeah. And The other two types of teams are um, the ones that are made out of necessity. Basically, the these are act. This is for me the scariest one. The ones that are just. The the leftovers, the ones with the who have been sort of cast aside, and people say, "With the chip e- on the shoulder." Yeah, they're cast aside, saying, "You know what? You're not good enough for this team. You're not good enough for this team. You're not good enough for this team." And then each of them are like, "We're not good enough." Yeah, let's just let's just show them just how not good enough we are. And then exactly. they come out and they beat everyone to a bloody pulp. Yep. And then the last team is the one of um they is. The one of just uh, the friends that have always known each other and they're like, you know, let's just form a squad together because we're friends and we know each other and we're just friends like in real life and they just say, let's go and see how we can do. They usually don't do too well. No, they, they those don't...
0: ones don't do too well because they
1: they don't have ex- the experience. No, they do not. But um, regardless, this stream Casper thing, while it's a horrible thing, like, from a morality standpoint, like he's—that's a disgusting thing. Like it is, and it
0: also at the worst possible time this season, they have beat the third place team. Or no, sorry, they beat the second place team. Mm-hmm. Stomped Dallas. stopped they have stomped Houston like convincingly, yeah. convincingly. And these are people that they were going back and forth with a stage ago. So mm-hmm. right now they were in the middle of their stride. They were hitting a peak. And then this kind of thing happens, so it's like you got to, you got to stay clear of this. Yeah, nice. as one of my great mentors and old bosses used to tell me, he used to say, always remember your ABCs. I'm not gonna explain exactly what that stands for, but with an imagination, you should probably be able to figure that out.
1: Yeah, it's basically the reason why he's not explaining it is because we would get in trouble from our bosses. <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, yeah. So that's the whole Dream Casper thing. We're gonna see what happens on Wednesday. They do have another strike. They do have another DPS on the active roster with, by the name of Mistakes. I personally don't know too much about him or seen much from him. So we'll see what happens.
1: All all they need is they just need the and this is the beauty of the Boston roster. They don't need him to come out and go all Gamsu, go all Snow, and say. This is my team now. I'm gonna shine. I'm gonna destroy everyone.
0: He it's, just needs to fill the role.
1: Yeah, he just needs to fill the role, and maybe they'll have to tweak a few things because, because um, like Dream and mistakes, they're not gonna have the same pool. They're not gonna have to say, play the characters the same way.
0: No, it really depends. And like we, it's it, it's a it's a blessing that we have Striker on the team right now because he's the mainstay tracer, and that is great. Right, And I'm pretty sure he's also one of the Widow, make, Widow players.
1: Yeah, I believe so, yes. Because
0: usually he doesn't have to play much besides Tracer because of um, Dream Casper being able to play all the other DPS roles. Mm-hmm. But now it's going to probably put a little bit more on him. So we'll see what happens. They might end up picking up one of the DPS off of their uh, Academy team. We're not sure. There's, there's still quite a few people out in the market as well that can be picked up. But I'm not too sure who is going to be available or willing good enough to be picked up at this point but we'll see for that moving on
1: we should probably play some more music considering we're at the halfway point that is true and after the music we're going to be going into um see as you may know by our voices accents general skewing towards the boston uprising we're from massachusetts well and things about massachusetts is every year there's a Fantastic convention. There's two conventions usually in the same month. One that's fantastic by the name of Pax East, and one that is just kind of smelly that's called Anime Boston. (laughs) Smelly is
0: one of the words. Oh my gosh. All right. We'll talk about those. And I did go to both of those, so I'll talk about those when we get back.
2: I can't see me.
1: Okay, we are back. And are we are we back? You sure about that?
0: I don't know. Can you can you hear yourself? No. Oh, oh, sorry. You must be deaf. Uh <laughs> so as we said before the break, I went to Pax, I also went to Anime Boston. Now, I actually worked both. And it was a lot of fun. I've been an enforcer at Pax East for about 3 years now. This third or fourth year for me, and it's a very different experience as to attending there's a lot of more. There's a lot of different things you deal with. Blah blah blah. But like the con itself was actually a blast this year. There was a lot of good parties. There was a lot of good after parties. A lot of good things that were given out, and there were a lot of uh, events and stuff like that. A lot of panels. A lot of concerts. There was a Final Fantasy concert that happened. There was an Acer uh, after party at the Royale in Boston, which they were giving out a ton of laptops, and I mean a ton. And amongst that, there was also a lot of solid games. Which, by the way, Nintendo quietly had the best booth, I believe, at the entire convention. I come. They had, first of all, they had the new No More Heroes game. Mm-hmm. They had Dark Souls remastered.
1: Right, I knew that one. I knew that one was, yeah, was going to be al- there.
0: They also had the remaster for Lumines, which, for people who don't know, that was a, a little side, like a little. Uh, 10, one of those like $10 arcade games that you can mm-hmm. find on your Xbox. Right. only on PSP. And it was kind of like a musical Tetris kind of thing. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. There was a remastered mm-hmm. version of that. Mm-hmm. There was also another game called Just Shapes and Beats. Mm. And what this game is, it's a I think it's a one to four player game. You choose a shape and you put in this, you put in its various stages where there's music playing and then you have to avoid the... Difference in oscillations and stuff, they're basically attacks on so you. it's it's
1: like it's similar to like uh people who who know it. Um, oh god, what's that Weeby, like guitar hero style game? Um, OSU,
0: uh, sort of, yes, so yes. Uh, I will next time, uh, next show, we'll try I'll try to bring up a trailer for it and you guys can hear it here explain and whatnot. But I watched it played, mm. I didn't get a chance to play it, but I did watch it play and it looks like a lot of so fun. So, what are the
1: um, what are the like um, big the big showcases? What big news did you get it from Pax East?
0: Uh, from Pax East, I got the, I got the release date for that. It was like May thirty first. Um, I have my hands on Code Vein, which is one of the up and coming games. that looks like it's like a cross of Dark Souls and um, God Eater for people who know what that is. Mm. Um. There's a lot of stuff going on for um Discord Discord actually had their own booth there. I know, I, I did hear about that one. And they're also going to be starting doing stuff for partners as well. For people mm-hmm. who have like Twitch partnerships and stuff like that. They're also gonna have Discord partners now. Uh, there was I think they
1: already have a couple. Like a couple I think couple, they have a couple. I'm not a, sure like, um, so. I know um one of the ones that's a Discord partner is um uh Co Carnage, he's a variety streamer on Twitch. He wasn't at PAX east this year, but um yeah. I actually um I was originally going to be at PAX East um I was going to be working it but in a different setting. Um I I don't have the physicality for an enforcer. Um but what I do have is I have knowledge of Dungeons and Dragons and
0: Oh, uh, you're going to work the Dungeons and Dragons booth. Yep.
1: I I was going to be helping running uh, helping admin and DM a couple things, but um I have my ac- actual, you know, cash paying job had me, uh, really needed me to work, as well as the fact that I had two college presentations. One on Thursday, one on the Friday, so I'm like... Yeah,
0: there's no way you could have gotten those
1: off. No, no. I mean, I might have gotten out of the one on Thursday. My uh, marketing professor is, would probably have been fine with that, but for on the one on Friday, Psych, my professor, I don't even think she, I don't think she even knows what a video game is.
0: Oh, yeah. Well. So...
1: I right, so I plan on doing it uh, next year. Um, um, when I'm uh, fun fact, uh, I I know exactly. So, as you all may know, we sort of talked about this before. We are we're students here at uh, Massachusetts Hoyt Community College. Yeah, this is my last semester here, and I believe is it, it yours as well.
0: Should be my last semester as well.
1: My I already have locked in what school I'm going to do next.
0: Ooh, which one?
1: Suffolk University.
0: Oh, so you did decide on
1: Suffolk? Yep. Uh, I got a uh, a very sizable scholarship. um, And one of the things I noticed is they do also have a radio station there as well. Uh, There's is online. This is online only. But, you know, I figured may as well hone my voice, hone my craft, keep BSing with everyone, you know. So. All right. So uh, one thing I uh, was reading up about is they... uh, professors norm uh normally w- if you go to like paxies because since it's in boston they're going to be affected nonetheless uh you uh, a couple of professors actually like have you make a report on it and then that's considered like you were there for that day okay. as long as you sort of talk about why you were there so okay. i say you know i was there working then you know i could figure it out plus um Maybe I could even get an internship with PAX. You know, who knows? This no, like-
0: yeah, actually, that's, that is a possibility, too. I mean, like, there's a lot of different things you can do for PAX. There's a lot of different levels of enforcing. Like, I didn't actually do anything like line management or anything like that or make, work in the main hall. I mm. usually do the uh, console free play. Right, right. Where basically people check out games and they get to play them, which is a lot of fun because you can check out a lot of different things. They have a lot of one player games. There's no online, so nobody could check out, like, Overwatch or anything like that, no, which that makes sense. Been, that been,
1: uh, I know the PC one has access to online. Yeah, they
0: have the PC one set up because they have that, that's like its own separate thing. And plus, I had that, I think they had that set to land only as well. But
1: I know a couple people, or it might have only been streamers. I remember watching a couple streamers that were streaming from PAX East. Um, oh, yeah, like no, online.
0: There's, there's a, um, There were quite a few booths, actually, like usually the Intel booth or like the Alienware booth. A couple of those booths, they usually have people who actually do stream Overwatch or whatever games they're playing or maybe even just streaming themselves in general. Right. While they're at PAX. And that's, you know, that's one of the perks of being a partner mm-hmm. like if you honestly if you have the skill and you have the skill sets to be a twitch partner do it because you get a lot of perks
1: well in order to become a twitch partner like it takes a lot and it's uh, not easy from what i've heard from talking with a few people because i've been starting to do a bit more research into this because um uh, i don't know if i've talked about this before but i'm i'm st- we're both studying business here at massoid and i'm specifically studying towards accounting now my my main thought is, you know, going into criminal accounting, that sort of thing, like yeah. like working for uh police or something. But one thing I've also been exploring as a secondary is, um, there's a huge rise in esports accounting, in like in accounting for um like <clears throat> paying out for international a- international athletes for winning these big tournaments, yeah. organizing these prize pools, um, even like um account managers for all these, uh, all these organizations like OPG, um, New Game Plus, those sorts of things.
0: Yeah, and then on top of that, I mean, like even on this, even if you go on a little bit smaller scale, like accountants for the teams, so they can help be- budget the money that they're spending in yeah. the household for all the players. And exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah, and
1: like um, there, it's this whole interesting thing. Um, and this was a, not originally something we. We um when we have these shows, we, we may seem like we have everything together, but really we plan what we're doing as we're going live. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like more sometimes we sometimes like we meet up a couple days before and we're like, oh, this big, big thing happened like with uh, Dreamcast Hasper. We yeah, knew we, we were going to be talking about yeah, this. Yeah,
0: that that's something we knew we were going to talk about. Um,
1: but this sort of just came up, uh, like literally as I was thinking about it. There's a whole new industry sort of forming right now, a whole new field of people who can specialize in video game related industries
0: which means it opens up not only a lot more jobs for a lot more people but it opens up a sub branch in the business a sub branch in a lot of businesses because
1: with traditional video games uh with like the traditional jobs you're gonna get artists animators, uh, UI designers, level designers, uh, voice acting. You're going to have script writing. You're going to have... Voice
0: acting is going to be really important.
1: Yeah. You're going to have script writing. You're going to have uh, mocap. You're going to have uh, an- um, uh, coders, programmers, developers. You know, the the standard ones. You know, basically everything related to computing, art, and knowing how to speak properly. Yeah. Now, as sort of the online space becomes bigger, like think about... We talked about how Ninja makes about $500,000 a month just off of Twitch. Yeah. He's one guy. Think about – multiply that by uh, – I think there's a couple, like a couple thousand Twitch partners. like
0: Yeah, it's a couple thousand. And um, one of the minimum requirements is that you have to average about 75 viewers minimum, and then you have to have a certain amount of followers as well, I believe.
1: Yeah. So if you think about that, that's a – all these people that are partners that um they they make a decent bit of money just from subs, bits, donations, um, advertise like
0: advertisements, all of that. Brand and deals, um, Yeah. Like when you referral like codes. Brand deals alone, once you become a partner, it makes it easier for people to see you and potentially give you a brand for you to follow for them to market off of you.
1: Like the ones we all know. There there are a couple um brand deals that everyone and their mother has seen on Twitch. Uh, I'm, talking I'm talking DX Racer. I'm talking Intel,
0: Intel, um, ASUS. Yep. Yeah, um, all of those like uh, Alienware is one of them. Two Discord's believe. got a couple. Discord does have a couple. Um, I know IDDQD controls. is with. Um, is he was it Intel or was it Acer that has his that's branding him right now?
1: Either one. Uh, Loot Crate's got a couple people. Yeah. Um, but it, like. There's this whole new field of video game subsections of businesses that of businesses and jobs that traditionally didn't exist. The most famous of which uh is a man by the name of Ryan Morrison. Have you heard of him?
0: Uh the name does not click a bell right now, unfortunately. You'll,
1: you'll know the you'll know his whatever knows him. He's the video game he's video the uh video game attorney. Oh, uh. He, he is one of the first lawyers that has a practice specializing in video game and, like, video game law. Um, and what that means is while there's no – you're not going to be able to really go into a law school and say, I'm going to specialize in video game law. like.
0: You, they're going to look at you and think you're kind of stupid,
1: yeah, but, like but- – for now, it's a couple, I've heard rumors of a couple, uh, chief among them is, I've heard a rumor that Harvard Law is working on developing a program like that.
0: Which, if they do, or, like, rumors alone are the best way to generate buzz. Yeah. Because if Har- if if a, a school is established, Harvard is saying they want to invest in potentially making a business for game, like a business law uh, for gaming, like, like, like you
1: like video game law like yeah video game law what right what video game law right now is in order to be like video game law is you need to... sort it's sort of a combination of three or four uh contract law cuz there's lots of contract negotiations contract
0: not contract negotiations is one of the most r- ridiculous things it is very tedious yeah. as well especially the la- language barrier yeah. as well so
1: contract law um the second is uh, is you mentioned international so international like laws that specifically govern international transactions
0: yep and then it also falls under the jurisdictions of international sports because it is technically yep
1: um and then uh, another one is uh is not not contracts i said that already um it also starts with uh copyright yes because that's specifically like let's players streamers like what are you allowed to use what are you not allowed to use what's transformative in nature what isn't and then the final bit that's really coming up is going to be like um you're, there's been a case, few cases in history of um, companies sort of stealing things from other companies. You know, stealing like it's called industrial espionage. Yeah. How long until you think the first case comes about of say? I honestly think the first one that's going to have it happen potentially is over. Is the uh, the Overwatch League? I can see it coming. How long until say one team sues another for? Into, for uh, trade secrets, because yep. think about how much time, how much money is invested into figuring out these specific strategies. This isn't for chump change. This isn't. This no, isn't. This is, for, this, is for this, isn't, this isn't me and you uh, turning on Smash Brothers and like me insta locking. I don't know, Like uh, who do uh, I Bowser while you bring out Meta Knight and seeing who gets to win. Like who has to pay for dinner? Yeah. It, this is. This is this there's hundreds of thousands of dollars, potentially millions of dollars, on the line. Like, like
0: behind the, like in the front of the scenes, we see probably like hundred and fifty thousand dollars exchanging hands. Behind the scenes, from marketing wins, losses, profits, how much money they make off of streams, how much revenue they're bringing to the city of Boston, how much money they're selling off of the jerseys. Already, I can guarantee you, each team has probably made close to. A there's million also dollars. there's
1: also the team houses, electricity, yeah. water. All there's there's this is millions if not billions of dollars for all the teams plus there's rumors that uh there's a couple uh couple locations were already in the mix for uh for the first Overwatch League expansion which is probably going to be happening at at the end of this year yeah um, the end in
0: this year by the time the next season starts we're probably going to have an expansion of probably like two to three teams
1: yeah the uh chicago's one of them cuz they almost they almost made it in
0: Almost, but they didn't meet the requirements at the event, I believe. He,
1: well, basically, they didn't meet the requirements in time. They met a yeah. couple days after the fact. Um, I know there's rumors about a couple of um, of uh, football clubs in uh, Europe, specifically German ones, who are interested in it. Um, I know um, who else is interested? Uh, Seattle is interested in having one.
0: Seattle will be a good one. I think there's a lot of talent pull out in Seattle. Japan too. is thinking japan would be very interesting to see um, all things considered
1: so there's massive room for expansion and what that means is so far the only real big thing you're gonna have is you got a couple video game lawyers or esports or uh, esports attorneys
0: which aka also turn into agents
1: yeah so you've got so what do you have you've got lawyers lawyers and attorneys you've got agents you're gonna have you're gonna have brand managers. Think yep. of uh, think of Omid for uh, OPG. Yep. Like you're gonna have um, and when once you bring in lawyers, agents, and managers, you're gonna your what you're gonna wind up having is you're gonna wind up having assi- like uh you're gonna have wind up eventually having assistants. You're gonna wind up having accountants. You're gonna wind up having uh you're gonna have so you're gonna have um it's basically opening you're gonna have translators yes you're gonna have professional probably,
0: translators which already is a thing but it will be onto to another bigger scale
1: yeah you're going and you're also gonna have there's a you can get this primarily through like contacting people specifically like i know there's a couple people who do game coaching how long until people are paying for training
0: yeah but before we go any further we'll save the rest of that for Next time, because there's a couple more things that we need to cover before we leave, because it's 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 about that time. So is it about that time? Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it's so. about that time. <laughs> so, like you was saying, but like pretty much Pax East was a blast. There was a lot there that um, I can't. I, I I did more than I can actually remember. There was one specific uh, game that uh, I want you guys to check out on Twitter called boros It is a board game, and it is probably the best board game I've played. Boros? Word of Boros. Word of Boros. No, Word of Boros. Like Ouroboros, but Word of Boros. Huh. Probably the best board game I've played in the past three years. And I've played quite a few. I've played quite a few really good board games. And then lastly, because, you know, we do actually talk about these kind of things um, anime. New season of anime just started. And there's one in particular that's uh, standing out. There's a lot of returnees, like Hero Academies for season three. Uh, one punch man should be coming out soon there's a couple of new faces around the block one in particular is called megalo box it's basically about underground boxing in a desolate world and i've watched the first episode if you're a fan of cowboy bebop trigon outlaw star samurai shampoo it gives you all of those kind of mixed feelings like it has a very it's a throwback to the older style of animation it has that kind of animation but it's very crisp it's not dirty it's not messy it's very clean and the characters the ones that you've seen so far already very likable Like there's so far there's been like a handful of characters shown and they're all of high quality they're all very nice like story engaging like no real bad characters so far so that's one in particular that I wanted to point out before we left so, you guys check that out again. That's called Megalobox.
1: Also, one final note. Public service announcement. Ooh. For all those who are ever attending any convention, be it Anime Boston, New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, Boston Comic Con, PAX East, PAX, PAX South, PAX Australia, PAX West, or e- even E3, or any. just Just name off, like, a... Conventions, Gamescom, uh, any of these. I'm going to let you do the honors of the exact phrasing.
0: Oh wow! So I've already te- I've already told this to quite a few people, but you really need to wash yourself and be clean. You don't have to do it literally every day. Not everybody in the world washes themselves every day, but you need to be conscious of the fact that your body will start to smell after a while. This has already been a huge problem, and it's 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 a it's it's a beaten horse. It's a dead beaten horse, and it's a topic that I tired of talking about all the time, but it keeps getting brought up. Like some as, as some from somebody who doesn't go to cons like that all the time. not over here.
1: I've I've gone to I've been to Pax East a couple times. Um, the big like groupings I've gone to are metal concerts and metal festivals where they're gonna smell 'cause of moshing. But
0: yeah. But the fact that this has gotten to somebody's ears like that is kind of concerning. I, so.
1: I heard so many people complaining, and I'm like, how's Pax East? And they're like, oh, yeah, it was good. But other uh, friends I knew went to Anime Boston, and not Pax East. So I was like, how's Anime Boston? And they said, I need to fill my nose with mint for yeah. a month.
0: Yeah. And that's it, guys. Con Corner signing out. We'll see you next week.